0: as social media continues to get all cow-eyed at the much-anticipated photos snapped by the James Webb Space Telescope, which were released by NASA on July 12th, Astronomers and space enthusiasts alike are raving about how the telescope marks the beginning of a new era in space exploration. Most of us may wonder, what is the whole point of launching another space telescope With a price tag of 10 billion US dollars on it, when we already have the Hubble snapping magnificent photos of our universe. The key to answering this lies in the first five images that the James Webb has released, entailing its very mission. Unfolding the universe. After being sent on its 20 year long vacation to its orbit, the James Webb is on a mission with four very specific goals to learn. 1. The end of the Dark Ages, First Light and reionization, which is the earliest period of the formation of the universe right after the Big Bang. 2. The assembly of galaxies, or the formation of galaxies. 3. The birth of stars and protoplanetary systems, observing nebulae and the formation of stars. And 4. Planetary systems and the origin of life analyzing exoplanets that may be habitable, and also planets within our solar system. In order to know how James Webb will accomplish these goals, we must first understand how the telescope works. Although I'm not keen on covering the engineering aspect fully, I do intend to go into some of the important details about the functioning of the telescope so as to know the significance of each goal. A fair bit to read or listen to, so buckle your seatbelt, Dorothy, because Kansas is going bye-bye. What is the James Webb Space Telescope? Named in honor of James Edwin Webb, one of NASA's most prolific administrators, this odd-looking next-gen space telescope uses a different technology to view the universe like never before. Where is it located? The telescope orbits around the Earth and is positioned in such a way that it orbits in a constant pattern balanced by the gravitational pull of the Sun and the Earth. This position is known as the Lagrange point, as the telescope is close enough to communicate with Earth, at the same time derive solar power from the Sun and provide a clear view of deep space. The Lagrange point between the Earth and the Sun consists of five points, namely L1 to L5. If you look at the image given in the blog post, Webb is positioned at L2, which conveniently places the Sun, Moon and Earth behind it, making it easier for viewing deep space and allowing clean and uninterrupted data to be amassed during its mission. The Webb Telescope is an infrared telescope detecting near and mid-infrared wavelengths of light outside the visible range of the human eye and a bit of the red light in the visible region. Why infrared? Well, The major advantage would be that infrared telescopes can see through dust particles which shields most of the stars that other optical telescopes fail to view. The result, crystal clear images of stars and galaxies. Also, relatively cold celestial objects which would be otherwise invisible to optical telescopes such as planets, interstellar gas, asteroids and brown dwarfs of failed stars and protostars or stars that are being born in the stellar nursery can easily be detected by infrared telescopes. Here's a fun fact. James Webb can view celestial matter 100 times fainter than Hubble, which means that it can easily peer into the earliest cosmic time, a few million years after the Big Bang occurred. Keep in mind, the basic theory here lies on light traveling from these celestial bodies to view them. For instance, light emitted by the sun travels eight minutes through space to reach us, which means we view the sun what it was eight minutes ago. The infrared light is captured effectively by the primary mirror of the telescope, which is the largest ever to be made, around six and a half meters long. It consists of 18 closely fit thinly plated gold beryllium hexagons. So the infrared and red light traveling through space is first captured by the primary mirror and reflected onto a smaller secondary mirror which is detected by the scientific instruments with the help of sensitive sensors and analyzed. Why hexagon? This shape permits a larger surface area with the least amount of dead space in between them to make more room for detailed images. The gold coating optimizes the honeycombed segments for specifically reflecting infrared light. Webb has three imaging instruments, which perhaps would be the heart of the telescope. These are the MIRI or mid-infrared instrument, the NERCAM or the near-infrared camera, and the FGS nearest or fine guidance sensor near-infrared imager and slitless spectrograph. The NIRSpec is the fourth component, which is a spectrograph and not an imager. The composition of planets, stars and galaxies is usually determined by a technique called spectroscopy. The technique spreads out the light from an object by a specific wavelength and studies its absorption and emission by the object. It can also measure the redshift or recession speed of a galaxy to calculate its relative velocity. This recession of galaxies results from the expansion of our universe so how does James Webb take awesome photos let's look at the function of each of these instruments from the first images snapped by the telescope First up, we are peering into a region of the Carina Nebula called the NGC 3324, which is a stellar nursery with baby stars. It's 7,600 light years away, not too far away from Earth. Taken with the help of Webb's NIRCAM and Miri, this image is extremely detailed. The NIRCAM has high sensitivity, especially at longer wavelengths, which helps the telescope to look inside dust clouds where stars form. NIRCAM takes pictures of very faint objects around the central object, stellar systems like this one. And with the help of coronagraphs, it blocks light from brighter sources to view dimmer objects, resulting in the gaseous mountain showing visible details of stellar winds and high-temperature jets of ionized gas from the ultraviolet radiation emitted by these baby stars. MIRI has both a camera and a spectrograph that sees light in the mid-infrared region with a longer wavelength revealing emissions from interstellar clouds as well as starlight. Its sensitive detectors will allow seeing the newly formed stars, which is visible in the image. Another example of the work of MIRI and NIRCAM in action is the image of the Southern Ring Nebula. An excellent example of a planetary nebula. A planetary nebula has concentric rings of gas ejected by an aging star which is visible at the center. The NIRCAM captures a detailed image of the nebula with the brightest star visible at the center, which is a remnant of a white dwarf star after it shed its outer layers and stopped burning fuel through nuclear fusion. Those outer layers now form the ejected shells seen in this view. White dwarfs are hot, dense remnants of stars. They are the last observable stage of evolution for low and medium mass stars, including our Sun. But hang on. The mid-infrared image by Miri of the same nebula shows a dimmer star in the background and it was found that these two stars orbit around each other, stirring the gas and dust. If you look carefully, you can see that most of the multicolored points of light seen in the background of the nebula are actually galaxies. This is clearer in the image taken by Miri. The galaxy cluster SMACS-0723 is Webb's first image of a deep field with thousands of galaxies and with some of the faintest and smallest objects seen. Both NIRCAM and Miri imaged this field as shown in the two photos, here creating composite images over a span of around 12 hours at different wavelengths. The NIRSPEC array spectroscopy has more than 248,000 tiny doors or micro shutters that can be individually opened to gather spectra or detected light of up to approximately 150 individual objects simultaneously. Of the galaxies imaged by NIRCAM, 48 individual galaxies were observed using this technique and were found to be as old as 13.8 billion years belonging to the earliest period of the universe. This surpasses Hubble's deepest fields. Take for instance, the two galaxies that are highlighted in the photo that seem to be distorted or lensed, caused due to the presence of other galaxies. Researchers assumed them to be the mirror image of one another, but couldn't be sure from the image alone, so more data was needed to confirm. This is where the NIRS comes in. NIRS can take pictures and run analysis on them using spectroscopy, which is sensitive enough to analyze pretty much any object it images. The atoms and molecules form the signature of each chemical element in the object and are a treasure trove of information. A segment of the nearest Grissom image showed how ionized oxygen and atomic hydrogen emission lines are distributed along the arc. Neurys Grissom image is an instrument that has a grating or stair steps on a prism. Next, the spectra received from both galaxies or the light received from both galaxies were plotted as graphs and this showed what each galaxy was made of, which resulted in both showing the same composition and that the light from both galaxies was emitted around 9.3 billion years ago, further confirming they are one and the same. Webb's Fine Guidance Sensor, or FGS, tracks guide stars to point to the observatory accurately and precisely. Its two sensors are not generally used for scientific imaging, but can take calibration images. NIRIS recorded the composition of an exoplanet called WASP-76b, a Jupiter-like gas planet that orbits a star 1150 light-years away. The clear representation of clouds of water on this crazy hot planet, which is around 1300 degrees Celsius, was reported when light from the star it transits around, was blocked, which is given on the vertical axis, and was plotted against the wavelength of light. This changed everything we knew about the planet so far, with the advanced design of Webb. So what's in it for us? Well, these images and analysis speak for themselves. If the first few photos have made a mark already, we can only imagine the profound imagery we are about to witness as a courtesy of the Webb telescope. For astronauts and space enthusiasts, this is more than one could bargain for, as we get to learn about the beginning of time, the Big Bang Theory, and the formation of stellar objects. In the coming decades, we can expect a plethora of information about the advent of our universe. I also expect to see some surprising discoveries and revelations which will cause quite a stir not just in the scientific community but also among the general public. I really can't contain my excitement just thinking about what James Webb may discover in the coming days using its sophisticated technology.